coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you take care of your house. So let's take a look right now. Look around. Move your head to the right. Move your head to the left. Well, not if you're driving. But we know there's something that you see that you don't like, a project that you want to take on. Maybe you don't know how to get started. The way to get started is this. Pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEYPIT. Let's talk you through it. We'll help you get it done once, get it done right, so you won't have to do it again. We have got a very nice show planned for you this hour. We're going to talk about, first up, ways to stay cool this hour without paying hefty air conditioning bills. We're going to give you some ideas on how to keep the sun's hot rays from getting through your windows by going through the latest advances in window films. That's right. And also ahead this hour, you know, it seems like one of the most universally disliked household chores is cleaning your bathtub or shower. You got to get in there. And I mean, you really got to get in there to do the job. There's always mold. There's mildew. It's kind of a mess. Well, we're going to tell you a way that you can actually make that chore much easier. And also ahead, it's time to start thinking about back to school. So this hour, we're going to talk about room decor. Oh, I already bought Henry a backpack. I'm ready. Is that right? And we're going to give you some tips to help make those small spaces work for your college-bound team and deliver big on storage and style at the same time. And how would you like to see the very best home transformations from this old house? Well, one lucky caller is going to get host Kevin O'Connor's book, which showcases the coolest makeovers from the past 10 years. But what's even cooler, you guys, is that it's autographed by the entire cast. I mean, I'm jealous. This is a great prize. Definitely a collector's item. If you'd like to win it, you got to pick up the phone and call us with your home improvement question. The number is 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Let's get right to it. Leslie, who's first? Scott in West Virginia's on the line with a kitchen faucet that's leaking. Tell us what's going on. Well, I've got a little problem in my kitchen my wife is driving me crazy about, and it's driving me crazy also. Okay. All right. What's going on? Most of the time, you know, you have a drippy faucet in your kitchen or something like that. My problem is is that it's leaking around the handles, the hot and cold. And I've never had that to happen before, and I'm like, okay, do I have to replace the whole thing or... Is there a, like a kit that I can buy that you know to stop this mess? What do ma- you know? What manufacturer of the f- faucet you have? You know, I knew you was going to ask me that, and I thought about looking, and I just didn't. And I believe it's Delta, but I'm not sure about that. See, here's the thing: if you can identify the manufacturer, you can get a rebuild kit with new uh, washers and so on for those faucets. But if you can't figure it out, do not ever use a generic because if you use a generic, even though it looks perfectly, it doesn't fit. Now, that said, if it's an older faucet and you replace it now, the new faucets are going to have ceramic discs, uh, ceramic disc valves, which the older they are, the tighter they get. So they really never leak. So the technology has gotten so much better now with the way faucets are made that you might want to consider just replacing it rather than trying to take it apart and, you know, put it back together and maybe they'll still leak. Right. It's probably, I'd say, 10 or 12 years old, so. Mm. Yeah, it might be due for a new one. Hey, listen, we saw one uh, not too long ago that actually is a touch motion motion activated that Moen makes it. It's called, I think it's called Motion Sense. And you wave your hand over the top of this thing and it comes on. Or you bring a dish sort of up to it and automatically it comes on. It's or like it has a regular your dish. Or like a regular faucet, right? So like how many times you walk up to the faucet to like, you know, fill your cup, coffee cup up or to rinse it out? I mean, 
you know, just by walking right. up to or it, like it comes on. Or like with your on. hands from like chicken breast, you know, it's yeah. like sure. you don't want to touch the faucet. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So I think it's called Motion Sense. It's by Moen. Okay. That sounds worth looking into. All right. Well, good luck, Scott. Okay. Thanks, guys, for the info. You're very welcome. And uh, make your wife happy and replace it, will you? <laughs> okay. All right, now we've got Lou in North Carolina who's got a really interesting situation. I mean, maybe once, but Lou's house has been struck by lightning twice this year. Wow. What is going on? Lou, it is did you, just uh, shocking to meet you. Did you go buy a lottery ticket after this happened because you had such <laughs> incredible luck? No, but that's a good idea. I don't know. I think my luck might be in the opposite direction. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're true. pretty lucky. You still have a yeah. house that you're living. That's right. <laughs> That's true. So you got hit twice. That's terrible. Uh, Did you have a lot of damage, Lou? No, actually, we're very fortunate. Um, You know, just some electrical appliances that got fried, but uh, nothing that was terribly expensive. So you may be a good candidate for a uh, a lightning arrestor system. Okay. And I've heard of lightning rods. I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, that's that's part of it. Yeah, that's part of it. Here's here's how they work. They're they're just that. They're metal rods. They look like the grounding rods, and they can stick up off the roof of your house. Usually you put two or three of them across the peak. And they're connected to a very heavy grounding wire. And that grounding wire is brought from the roof down to soil and attached to a grounding rod. But where it's brought through, it's brought in, in a way where it's not going to interfere with any electrical wiring or appliances that are in the wall near where the wire mm-hmm. goes down. Because as you probably noticed, wherever the electrical line strikes... Um, that energy gets sort of absorbed into the, whatever wiring is nearby, and it causes the spike that uh, damages a lot of electronics. Even so washers kind of, and dryers. Yeah. So it kind of anticipates the strike, grabs the current, runs it from the rod through the wire to a uh, ground, which is actually in the ground, and it does so by keeping that, uh, that uh, wire away from it, anything else in the house that it can cause trouble so i mean even away from your plumbing system because if you have that ground wire go down the house and you've got a plumbing pipe right inside the wall you know on the other side of the vinyl siding for example it will mm-hmm. jump across and can electrify the plumbing system that's so, crazy that's uh you, you know that's something you might want to consider and i will tell you that those lightning arresting systems uh, some of them are very beautiful you know there's a lot of very ornate designs with glass bulbs and things like that and they can look pretty cool so you know that might be a good option for you lou lou were you okay. home uh, we were at home, yes. It was in the middle of the night. Uh, the first strike woke us up. The second one uh, almost gave us a heart attack. <laughs> Wait, so it was the same storm? Okay. Oh, and- well, actually, the, the first, this was, um, no, this was two different storms. The first time was before we lived in the house. It was when it was in construction. Oh, okay. And then uh, the second time we, we were home, yes. Um, but the, the house is, is less than a year old, so I was I was thinking, this is... Not normal. <laughs> well, you know, they always say that lightning can't strike twice in the same place, except <laughs> exactly. in house, they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lou, well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Thank you. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now, you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pick up the phone. Give us a call at 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, cleaning a bathtub or shower can be quite a workout, but letting it go can mean a nasty mold or mildew buildup. We're going to tell you about a way to make cleaning a non-issue after this. This is Jeopardy! 
Uh, I'll take uh, ways to lose money, 1,000. This phrase for a house that keeps needing costly repairs is also the name of a home improvement radio show. Alex. What is a money pit? Good. Hey, 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 money pit. A wood staining project to do? Finish faster. Introducing Flood One Coat Waterproofing Finish, the wood stain that lets you finish the same day you start. Most wood stains can't be applied until days after prep. Flood One Coat Waterproofing Finish can be applied just hours later. Learn more at flood.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Number to call is 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. One caller who makes it on the air with us this hour was going to take home a look at the very best home transformations from the past decade of this old house because its host, Kevin O'Connor, has a new book called The Best Homes from This Old House. We've got a copy to give away. And it's also signed by not only Kevin, but the entire cast of this old house. Definitely a collector's item. If you'd like to win it, pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Ray in Arizona needs some help with getting his pool ready for the winter season. What can we do for you? Uh, We uh, have a six-year-old pool. It's a play pool, so it's about 12,000 gallons. Okay. It's pebble tack. It's not uh, smooth plaster. So it's a it's above ground or is it is it in ground? It's in ground. Uh, it's built into uh, into the landscape, so it's got an infinity edge uh, mm-hmm. and a separate okay. spa, but it's combined. So um, it, it, we've um, we have some uh, major repairs that uh, we need to do, and I, we thought we would decommission it for the um, uh, for the off season. And then shop for the parts uh, while it's uh, we're getting the best prices, and then right. bring it back online um, next season. Well, that makes sense. So, are you talking about major mechanical repairs like replacing pumps and that sort of thing? We uh, we had a uh, a chlorinator that was making the chlorine out of uh, salt, and um, that went out. And we have a uh, we have three pumps. We're probably going to replace all of the pumps and the uh, sand filter. Well, there's not much left to winterize. <laughs> yeah. You're going to replace all the mechanical systems. You got all the water out. Obviously, it's a good time to um, to check the structural condition of the pool and make any improvements that uh, that are need, deemed necessary there to restore any cracks or or uh, you know any other uh, deterioration of the of the structural surface, the liner, and that sort of thing. But what specifically can we help you with? We're just wondering what we should do, could do to protect the surface of the pool. Should we cover it with tarps? Is there a coating we should put on it? Um, what uh, what steps might we take to just make uh, to um, uh, best preserve the uh, pebble tech? So you don't have a uh, cover for this in ground pool, then, do you? No, it's a play pool, so it's a, uh, it's a uh, irregular configuration that is, like I said, built into the landscape. The self-draining pool covers are really the best kind, and they're usually custom-ordered for a shaped pool like that. And the nice thing about self-draining covers is that they don't hold water, obviously. And even more important than that, if, you know, God forbid somebody was to fall in the pool, uh, it can support a person. So, you know, I mean, if you we've put had a, deer walk across ours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and they're, they're super strong. And because you've got the cover of the pool, then, of course, you're keeping the, uh, 
you know, the sun off of it, and that stops the UV degradation that can impact the finishes and so on. So, I, I, well, yeah, I mean, then when it comes time to use the pool as uh, uh, with an irregular shape and it being a smaller, uh, I mean, twelve thousand gallons, does retracting and uh, that the cover uh, present any challenges as far as flexibility? No, I mean, you essentially take it off. Oh, you okay. Know, you, you put it on, you take it off. Ours is stored in like a giant industrial. I mean, it's not gigantic. It takes up like a little corner of the garage at my parents' beach home. But, um, you know, the cover goes right in there. It goes on really easily. It comes off really easily. And it really just protects the patio around, the surround. It protects, you know, because we keep water in it year-round. So it protects the water. It protects from debris going in there. And, again, where my parents have their home... Lots of deer and crazy wildlife, and they walk right across it, and there's never been an incident, Knockwood. So it doesn't float on the surface of the water. It's separate from uh, the, the water surface. Well, that's correct. It sits just above, and there are uh, uh, fasteners that are embedded into the, into the, the decking. Into the concrete. The concrete around the outside edge. And, they, and then when you don't need them, they drop down flush. So, oh, you pull so them what up. should I Google to uh, to shop for that? Oh, any any I'm sure any pool supply uh, company is going to sell these, but just it's called a self draining pool cover. Okay, and usually like a mesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, or a sa- or a pool. Sometimes it's called a safety pool cover or a mesh pool cover. Excellent, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. And next summer, Leslie, we know where we're going to be swimming in Arizona. When we get to Arizona, completely. <laughs> Well, bathtubs and showers, they can actually be a monster to clean. Now, if your knees and your back aren't in the greatest of shape, it can actually be a downright painful chore with all that squatting and scrubbing and bleach. Can you tell that I really enjoy that project? It's like my least favorite household chore. Absolutely. Well, there is another way to get around all that scrubbing and cleaning, and it's called Bath Fitter. They are one of the proud sponsors of the Money Pit, and they provide a way to make that chore totally easy because they make single-piece custom-fit acrylic overlays for your bath and your shower. Now, what that means from a practical standpoint is that there's no more caulking in it to get moldy and mildewed. And that means you're not going to need to bleach it and scrub it, all those little nooks and crannies where those mold spores love to breed. Totally a non-issue. In fact, most common household cleaners work perfectly well to keep the bath fitter shiny and clean. And they come with a lifetime warranty. Mm -hmm. And you know what the coolest thing is? You can actually get a complete bathroom makeover in one day. You've got no mess left behind and no disruption to your plumbing or your flooring either. So check them out because they really do come in a ton of different styles. They're really easy to clean. You're going to be surprised about how gorgeous they could be. And they really do have a style that will go with any decor. So check out bathfitter.com and take a look for yourself. That's on bathfitter.com. Take a look. They are absolutely beautiful. Bathfitter.com. Mike in Missouri, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Yes, I have an 1873 home with a stone foundation. Okay. And the uh, stone's in very good shape, but it keeps crumbling, a light sand deterioration onto the floors on the inside. And I was trying, I would like to slow that or stop it without, uh, I have read that stone foundation should be allowed to breathe and it's survived very well for 140 years. 
Yeah, but I mean, let's uh, you know, enough already. It's 140 years. You got to maintain this <laughs> at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's happening is the uh, the mortar in between the stones is deteriorating, and it has to be repointed. So you're explaining a very normal condition where the mortar eventually dries out after 140 years, <laughs> and needs to be taken out and repointed. And so typically this is a job done by a mason. They mix up a very sticky mix of mortar, usually with a lot of extra amount of lime in it to make it stick. And they pull out the loose mortar and then repoint it, press new mortar into place. And that's the way you maintain a floor like that. I, I don't know what... Uh, breathing quote-unquote has to do with it um foundations you know are foundations you want to keep the moisture away from them on the outside of your house but when the mortar starts to deteriorate like that it's got to be pulled out and repointed i see so it's more mortar deterioration than the stone than the stone itself that's correct yep stone's okay. going to last forever it's the mortar that needs some work okay and then one other quick question two of the floors have by a previous owner were puritan pavers and moisture, ground moisture, sometimes leaches up through. Do I need to take all the pavers out and put a plastic under them or what? Well, if you've got water that's leaking up from the floor of the basement, that points to poor drainage conditions. Mm -hmm. And so what's going on here is simply that you have moisture that's collecting at the foundation perimeter and it needs to be drained away from the foundation further because that water collecting outside your house pushes down along the foundation wall. I'm sure it goes through the wall. You may be seeing some efflorescence because of the deteriorated moisture, uh, the deteriorated mortar that you have, and then eventually it comes up onto the floor. So I need you to look at gutters, making sure they're clean, free-flowing, and extended four to six feet from the house, and grading, making sure the soil is sloped in such a way that water runs away from the house. Those two things should stop or completely uh, completely stop uh, that water that's rising up in the basement floor. Yes, and I know you're right. Uh, this entire town uh, has drainage problems, and so even the, the ditches out at the edge of town, it's a rural area, even yeah, the ditches you know don't what? drain away very well. You don't well. have to worry about the entire town. You have to worry about the first you know, four to six feet around your foundation. Okay. That'll do it. All right? Thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, the heat this summer hasn't been just uncomfortable, it's been expensive. Tired of paying all those cooling bills? Well, there is a way to stop that solar energy from streaming through the windows and heating up your house. We're going to talk about the latest technology in window films after this. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And this has been one of the hottest summers ever. I mean, records have been broken in just about every state for extreme temperatures. And that means it's also been one of the most expensive summers ever for cooling your home. That's right. And, you know, we really all know that keeping your air conditioning system in tip-top shape can help you cut those cooling bills. But there's also a new, innovative, and inexpensive way that you can help stop the heat of the summer 
sun from streaming into your home by simply applying window films. We've got Peter Eisenberg. He's an expert from 3M's Renewable Energy Division joining us now to tell us more about it. Welcome, Peter. Well, thank you very much, Simon Leslie. We we appreciate the opportunity to come down and and uh, talk to you. So, Peter, when the summer comes, everybody loves the increased light, the longer days, but we do get a lot of heat from that sun that gets into our homes. How much energy are we losing through the windows? Yeah, that's a great question. You could be losing up to 20, 30% of your cooling costs. Just because of the radiant heat that we have to overcome that comes through the windows, right? Yep. UV and the IR or the ultraviolet and the infrared uh, heat that's coming from the sun into your home is making your air conditioner work a heck of a lot harder. Now, I had the opportunity uh, last year to go out to uh, your, is it your innovation center? It is. And I had a chance to tour that. And I was amazed at what you guys are doing with films now for Windows that can really dissect every light wave that's coming out of the sun and, you know, send it in the right direction. So tell us about window films and how they can help keep those cooling bills down. Yeah, we... uh we at the Renewable Energy Division, are we're the division that actually manufactures uh, 3M window film, and we call it 3M solar rejection window film. And it's a thin layer of film that goes on the interior of your window uh, in your home, and what it does is it, it protects from, as we talked about earlier, the ultraviolet and the infrared rays of the sun, and, you know, keeps the rays outside as well as allowing the light to come inside. So you get to enjoy the long days, and you get to enjoy the cool, uh, the coolness of the air conditioner. Now, is this something that can be installed by the homeowner themselves, or do you really need a pro to do this because it's, it's a precise installation project? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we suggest you have a professional installation done. There are window films on the marketplace that a homeowner can put on their own home, but Without the right skill level, uh, you could end up with bubbles. You could end up with the film delaminating. Uh, so we strongly suggest you have a professional come in that's been trained uh, by 3M. Uh, 3M's a, a big fan of training and knowing that we have uh, people that know how to put this stuff on so you won't have a problem in the future. The other benefit um, with having a professional do it is uh, 3M offers a limited lifetime warranty as long as you own your home. We're talking to Peter Eisenberg. He is an expert with 3M's Renewable Energy Division. We're talking about window films. Peter, when people think of window films, the I think they often also think of car tinting because that's probably the most common application for window films that folks relate to. And, you know, you see good car tinting and you see lousy car tinting. Um, but these window films really don't have any tint. Is that correct? Uh, well, we can ha- you can have some that do have shades of tint. But, okay. but in the residential market, we found that one of our fastest growing areas uh, is what we call our 3M Prestige product. And that is actually a window film that gives you all the protection benefits, and it's a clear film. And what it does is it uses over 200 layers of film to help refract the light, and it's the width of a Post-it note. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, let me ask you this question. Um, If you already have energy-efficient windows, if you have thermal pane windows, if you've got low-E glass... Is this still an application where you would want to add window film, or are window films designed for older windows that don't have that modern technology built into that? Yeah, that's a good question. It can it can be used for both. You'll get more solar protection and more UV protection with some of the older 
uh, windows, and there are a lot of those out there. Uh, but it can be applied to UV as well. One of the positives for uh, films as well is that it can also protect against uh, bad weather and things, you know, flying, debris flying and that type of stuff. If you think about it, you have a layer of film on the inside of your, your window and a branch or something flies through the air and hits that, it's not going to smash into your home. It'll actually stay in, in one Right, day. but what you're saying is that the fade is what's not covered by even modern window glass today, the fade protection, correct? Correct. So, Peter, I, I imagine you're going to save some money over time, but I feel like, you know, as far as your initial investment goes for installing the 3M films, you know, are we looking at a large out-of-pocket fee, or does that really de- range depending on what type of film you choose, and, and how long after that can we expect to recoup our expenses? Yeah, that's a great question. The answer is it depends based on what you what you said. I mean, it depends based on the type of film you put on your home and the amount of glass that needs to be filmed. So some homeowners would have a um, south-facing area that has a lot of glass, or they could have a west, south, and east-facing um, home that has a lot of glass. You know, so we tend to talk about overall cost and price separately. But but a homeowner would say, well, how much is this going to cost me? So what we would suggest is certainly having somebody come out to give them a bid, but at the same time, they could kind of uh, do a rough estimate by saying per square foot, we can give you a cost ranging anywhere from $4 installed, uh, $4 per square foot installed, to $10 per square foot installed. All right, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Now, Peter, one more question before we let you go. Uh, this summer, we see lots and lots of cars with those big, ugly, reflective uh, mirror-like inserts that people stick in their in their dashboards to try to keep their cars cool. Does window film like this also work well in automobiles? Absolutely. Uh, we uh, uh, window film will work very well. Uh, whereas uh, you can, we have films for automobiles as well as homes and as well as uh, large tenant. Building. Good to know. Peter Eisenberg, sales and marketing manager for 3M's Renewable Energy Division. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Well, thank you for having us. And if you'd like to learn more about window films that are made by 3M's Renewable Energy Division, consider how they could be used in your home or your car. Visit their website at 3M.com slash window film. That's 3M.com slash window film. All right, up next, do you have a son or a daughter who's heading back to school soon? We're going to talk about dorm room decor with tips to get your teen's small space working double duty, both with storage and style, so stick around. Got a wood staining project to do? Finish faster. Introducing Flood One Coat Waterproofing Finish, the wood stain that lets you finish the same day you start. Most wood stains can't be applied until days after prep. Flood One Coat Waterproofing Finish can be applied just hours later. Learn more at flood.com. 
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, pick up the phone. Give us a call at one eight 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 Money Pit. We've got a great prize up for grabs this hour. We're giving to one lucky caller who gets on the air the new book from This Old House's host, Kevin O'Connor. And it's a look at the best home redos from the past 10 years of the show. And what makes it even cooler is that it's been autographed by all of the cast members. So give us a call at eight 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 Money Pit for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. John and Georgie, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Yes, ma'am. I'm thinking about uh, finishing off a room up on top of the garage, and I'm going to use spray foam. I plan to, and spray it under the sheeting, the roofing sheeting, follow the roof line on up oh, about 10 feet above the, uh, make it a, a vault-type ceiling, and uh, over top of the attic. My understanding is that uh, if I spray foam right under the sheeting, that it may wo- uh, void shingle warranties. And I was going to put baffles up there uh, underneath the sheeting and then spray the foam on top of that. But uh, do I have to put that on every rafter or every other one or every third one? Or how many do I put that under or don't I have to put uh, so, John, what's the shape of this roof? Is it an A-shape? Yes, A-shaped. Okay, so if it's A-shaped, what's the depth of the roof rafter? Uh, two, by eight, eight. Two, eight, two, eight. two by eight? Two by ten? Two by eight? Okay. So the way I would do this, then, is I would not use spray foam insulation. I would use six inches of fiberglass insulation. And I would leave the inch and a half that's left, or the two inches that's left, as the ventilation space. So this way, air would enter the soffits. It would go up between the insulation and the roof sheathing and exit at the ridge. Okay. And that kind of gives you everything that you want to accomplish. Okay. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, if you've got a teen heading for college this fall, decorating that dorm room is an important step. It's usually pretty small, and it's got very utilitarian furniture, to put it, I guess, nicely. In other words, boring. That's right. So really, when you're thinking about a dorm room or just a small space, you want to get creative. Now, here are some ideas. You can get stylish by choosing furniture pieces that look great, but also double as storage. You know, things like ottomans that open up, vertical storage bins, and colorful stackable bin pieces. You also want to use the walls to their fullest potential. So simple shelving or even cubes that you can customize or paint or cover with wallpaper can add some interest while providing that storage at the same time. So get creative and make that space very personable and make every nook and every cranny count. You can get more tips on dorm room decor by searching moneypit.com. Now we've got Ben in Arizona who's dealing with a situation of arachnophobia. What's going on with those spiders? Oh, not a whole lot. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, seem like they're overtaking our yard. I can mow and uh, they, they just scatter everywhere. I, you know, I kill anywhere from 30 to 50 of them every time I mow. Do you have any idea what kind of spider it is? Uh, no. They call them, from what I've heard, they call them wood spiders. And I don't know if that's what they're really what they're called or not, but they're uh, brown, and they kind of got uh, black streaks across their backs. And some of them are small, and, you know, some of them they look like they get to, like, two, in, two inch, 
diameter or so, something like that. There's actually a couple things that you can do to try to control these, um, the population of, of these wolf spiders. Mm-hmm. First of all, things that you can do on your own are to try to eliminate their nesting sites. And that is areas where you have bushes, ivy, grasses, or any plant that is right up against the house. You know, wood piles, uh, lumber piles, rock piles are all places where these spiders can nest. But the most effective way to get rid of them is to use a pesticide. Now, you can either do this yourself or you can hire a pro. If you want to do it yourself, there is a pesticide dust that you can buy in a lot of places. I know it's available on, on Amazon. It's called Eco-Exempt D-Dust, the letter D, Eco-Exempt D-Dust. And it's an organic plant-based insecticide that's ready to use, and it's pet safe as well, which is important. i got to tell you, if I had kids and I had that much of a problem, I'd probably have it done first by a professional, and then I'd follow up with my own do-it-yourself pest control after because the products that the, the pros use are just far more effective, and they are absolutely safe if they're applied by a trained professional, you know, according to label directions. Does that make sense? Okay. All righty. Up next, the battle to keep mold out of your house never ends, but you might have something stored in your basement that's causing you to lose that battle. We'll shed some light on that topic after this. Pit is brought to you by Liquid Nails. For tough jobs, demand the extraordinary strength of Liquid Nails brand heavy-duty construction adhesive. It bonds a wide range of materials, indoors and out, for a job done once, done right. Learn more about Liquid Nails brand heavy-duty construction adhesive at liquidnails.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, have you seen what's going on of late at MoneyPit.com? We've got some new video tool reviews. You don't just need to guess what's right for you when you head to the store. You can take a look at the lawn and garden tools like string trimmers and mowers up close and personal to help you make the right buying decision. Just visit MoneyPit.com slash videos. That's right. And while you're on MoneyPit.com, you can become a member of our community section and post your question online. And I've got one here from Kate in Texas who wrote, we apparently have a high rust content in our city. It costs causes a rusty brown, hard-to-remove film in our toilets and around the drains in our tubs. There's no odor. What are our options? CLR, calcium lime rust remover. Good product. Does a good job. It's just a maintenance headache, Kate. Uh, it's, there's no point in you putting filters or any of that sort of thing onto the water. be very expensive. I would just make CLR part of your routine for, for cleaning uh, those areas, and that will stop the buildup and, and have it look at sparkling again. Mm -hmm. It really does do a great job, and you can pretty much find it anywhere. All right, Helen in Indiana wrote, I have very old linoleum on my kitchen floor. It's pretty ugly. I was wondering if I could just paint it, unless you want that linoleum floor to look more ugly. (laughs) Do not paint it. You cannot paint a linoleum floor. You know what linoleum is made out of? Linseed oil. So if that just gives you an idea of, of whether or not something could stick to it, the answer is no, it absolutely cannot. So don't paint your floor. Look, Helen, there's lots of inexpensive floor options out there. You can buy um, remnant pieces of vinyl to put down on top of that. You can buy laminate floor. Install yourself laminate floor. It all clicks together today. You need very few tools to put this down. I think it's time to freshen up that linoleum with some new flooring, with a new flooring choice. But paint certainly is not one of it. 
No, I mean, and even if you're thinking, heck, I'm just going to try it anyway, don't because you're not going to get it to adhere well. It's just going to come up. It's going to give you more of a headache than, you know, any other process. So just please don't do it. Seriously, with a laminate floor, tons of different manufacturers. You can find it at home centers. You can find it online. Um, you can do a money pit search and find some great references and resources on laminate flooring. And it can look like anything. So if you want it to look like a wide plank wood floor, you can do that. Or even that really old linoleum look. Exactly. <laughs> you can get that too. <laughs> well, I hope that helps you with that problem, <laughs> Helen. Well, if you have a basement or attic that's moisture prone, you are no doubt familiar with the battle that you fight on a daily basis sometimes to keep mold away. Leslie has some solutions on how to do just that in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right. You know, there is one culprit that most of us have in the storage areas of our home and getting rid of it can actually cut down on the chances of mold taking hold in your home pretty much almost immediately. Now, here's what mold needs to grow. It needs moisture and it needs food. Cardboard storage boxes, they can actually become a mold feast in a damp basement or attic. And right now you're probably thinking, well, I've got a ton of those in those exact spaces right at this moment. So to protect your belongings and your home's air quality from the threat of mold, you want to store your items in plastic. You want to put them on metal shelving instead of on basement floors and keep them out of cardboard boxes when you can. Also, address any basement water leaks. And if mold has already started to grow, hire a mold remediation professional. They'll clean up the space. This way you're sort of starting from square one again. It really does make a huge difference. So think about it. Keep your family safe and breathe easy this is the money pit home improvement radio show coming up next week on the program you know some people see ivy as a way to dress up or cover an ugly wall but ivy can cause major damage to your home it can bring up moisture into the surfaces it can cause rot it leads to carpet infestations it can be a real mess so we're going to talk about the safest way to get rid of it on the next edition of the money pit i'm tom kreitler and i'm leslie segretti remember you can do it yourself but you don't have to do it alone you live in a money pit